All right, we're here. This is the podcast. It's Behind the Movement. I'm Kyle Fincham. My conversation today is with my good friend, Tiago Martins. We'll get to it in just a moment. Um, I'll say my couple things, and then we're going to uh, not waste any time. Um, first, I, I'm here in Brussels right now, and I was fortunate enough to get to do a five-day workshop with Martin Kilvati at the Tic Tac Art Center. Um, if you've never been to the Tic Tac Art Center, if you've never taken a, a, a workshop with Martin, I highly recommend it. Uh, so if you're passing through Brussels or if you're anywhere nearby, um, you should totally get over there. Um, Martin is teaching for five months um, in varying lengths, um, but I highly recommend it. It was a really um, rich, fulfilling, inspiring experience, um, a, a lot to take away, a lot to, to explore and think about. Um, I wish I could stay longer and do one of his uh, month-long workshops. Um, so yeah, big thank you to Martin. Uh, uh, thank you to uh, everybody else who was in the workshop that we got to, uh, that I got to experience this with. Um, so yeah, highly recommend if you're passing through Martin Kilvati for five months at the Tic Tac Art Center. It was a, a, a wonderful week. Um, cool, I'll be doing um, a whole bunch of workshops in the, in the coming month here. If you're listening to the podcast today, the day that it comes out, tomorrow here in Brussels, I'll be doing a two-hour infinite play jam. Um, the following weekend, October 2nd and 3rd, I'm going to be doing an infinite play workshop in Barcelona that's hosted by Tom Wexler of Movement Archery. Uh, the weekend after that, that, the 9th and 10th of October, a two-day workshop in Milan hosted by Natked, N-A-T-K-E-D. Uh, and then we just added another one the week after that uh, in Zurich, Switzerland, um, hosted by Movement Practice Zurich. Um, yeah, that is the... Uh, the 16th and 17th, and then the following weekend, the 23rd and 24th, uh, in Paris, hosted by Movement Practice Paris. Um, yeah, so there's there is a a lot there. Um, oh, and then when we get back to uh, the United States, um, I think it is November. Let me see here. November 13th and 14th, um, I'll be uh, doing a two-day workshop in Brooklyn. So yeah, the schedule is quite full. And we can't unpack the bags too much because we're always kind of running out the door to, to another spot. So if you're anywhere near uh, any of these locations, I'd love to see you there. If you want information on registering, signing up, uh, some early bird discounts and things, you can just go to my website. It's just kylefincham.com. That was a lot of words. Um, let's get to my conversation with Tiago, why we are here. Um, I, uh, I had the, 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 
the real privilege of getting to spend a lot of time with Tiago before we had this conversation because uh, a few weeks before we went to Lisbon where I did a, a, a short workshop that, that he uh, helped put together, um, we got to spend five days in Toulouse together taking Tom Wexler's workshop and we had lots of chances to, to chat and although we, we had exchanged messages from afar, I think that's where we really got to know each other and then there were some moments in Lisbon where we got to kind of keep the conversation going. And um, uh, I, I just have a, a, a ton of admiration and, and respect for Tiago and who he is and his values and, and kind of the warmth that he moves through life with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just such a big fan. If you're not familiar with Tiago, he's, a, he's one of the co-founders of Movement Lisboa. He, um, he holds a, a fine arts degree in painting. He's a former world-level gymnast and tumbler. He's a contemporary circus performer, and he's a movement student and educator. He's um, fascinated in exploring the body in its totality. And he's a spectator of the body as a vehicle for functionality, intellect, and artistic expression. Yeah. I really can't say enough, enough good things about Tiago, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that and, and let the conversation speak for itself. Um, if you're moving anywhere through Portugal and you have the opportunity to, 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 to get to take a class with him or um, uh, his co-teacher, Andre, I, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a really wonderful space and really wonderful people. So let's not waste any time. Here it is, my conversation with Tiago Martins. I can't, I can't believe like after like getting to spend time with you in, uh, in Toulouse and then here, how yeah. like powerfully busy you are. <laughs> like, um, yes. Um, because we had this little conversation after it was already in Lisbon, I think a little bit more, um, deeply, um, about uh, my my day, how it starts and how it ends, and uh, yeah, it's a, a roller coaster every every day, even Saturdays and Sundays. It's all the time a little bit. Uh, um, it's not that it is non-stop, but it is uh, um, fulfilled with uh, with a lot of a lot of things that uh, I just simply decide to to do them. Um, I kind of um, have a little bit of a break while I am still doing other things. Mm -hmm. But you, you know? but you, but, but you do have this magic though, where it's like, you are able to like be with people mm -hmm. and make, and make the group kind of feel like you're never in a rush. <laughs> right. Like you are the person yeah. you're with that you're never in a rush, but then like you have like a hundred things to do and you like find a way to like, I don't know like own the time with a person or with a group and like be there mm -hmm. with it. And then when it's time, it's just like, okay, now it's like, like gone, but like, it doesn't feel, you know what I mean? Like sometimes people feel like yes. their, their schedules are packed and they seem rushed, but like, I don't know, you feel very like, I don't know, maybe just present with like whatever the mm -hmm. situation is that you've committed to. That's part of that moment. And then like, yeah. yeah. 
and after move on. Yeah, and especially with people. Um, people are very important in what I do and people are very important in my um, state of being. So uh, whenever I am with someone that I know for 25 years or whenever I am with someone that I know for five minutes, I take my time to be present and I take my time to enjoy that uh, moment, just uh, recapping memories or just getting to know that person. What is that person? What does she do? And uh, uh, why is that person here? And why is that person doing this? I'm very curious. I've always been extremely curious about uh, uh, everything. Yeah, I got that impression because like when we, when we chatted, because you know, we spent a, a week together yeah. in 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 Toulouse and you kind of told me about your life and your story and it was just like I don't know there was kind of like this overarching theme of curiosity yeah. it's kind of like you know I want to be here but when I'm there I'm also want to like explore all these things that are happening there right yeah. or if I'm studying this I also want to explore and research the things that are happening all kind of around it yeah true it's true I think that everything is very complementary to 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 everything else. Um, I think we live in this uh, network where everything is uh, really well connected. So, um, because of my curiosity, my constant curiosity, uh, because of everything that I study and because of everything that I did, and because of mainly because of everything that I still want to do, I think that uh, more information I have about different subjects, it will just make uh, um, my day-to-day -day living a little bit more fulfilled and a little bit more um, a little bit more um, engaged I think so so yeah I keep my eyes um, peeled all the time about uh, what's happening around me I think it will be silly not to do that nowadays have you have you always been that way yes yeah always um, even when I was not a little kid, but uh, on when I was a teenager, I was, uh, you know, we had this uh, this um, conversation. I was a high competitive gymnast, but at the same time, I was taking already dance classes, and I was, um, you know, I was all the time feeding myself with things that probably by my age was not very often and was not very um, common. I think. Um, I was having, I was reading already some some kind of uh, um, not even teenage books. I was reading journals, for example. I was not uh, going out so much. I was really interested in everything that was uh, my age or not uh, for my age or inside my group of friends or um, outside my group of friends or inside my family or outside my family. But, but yeah, I was always um, extremely... Curious, yes. <laughs> I was, I was, I still am. Yeah, I mean, when we talked here, you were like, I don't know, I think when, when, when I last saw you a few days ago, like you were finishing dinner and then you were on your way to go watch a, a performance somewhere. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. so yes. Just always kind of like having like, you know, I don't know, you're, you're like hand in the pool a little bit. Yeah. Um, and especially that, especially um shows and especially everything that is uh, culture driven uh for that i am uh, extremely present i i consume a lot of uh, um culture um in portugal there is a lot of things going on um extremely good things and really shitty things but uh, <laughs> i see <laughs> 
<laughs> but I see, I try to see all of them because there is always something that is interesting to see, even inside a show that it can be um, out of context or out of purpose. But I really think that uh, that it's it's uh, important to to see and to to know and to um, to have this opportunity to achieve a little bit more in your day. Um, if you are not resting, um, go and do stuff. Uh, whatever it is for you to do stuff, I think it's important. And yes, we were having this uh, lovely conversation and dinner with everyone. And uh, I said, okay, guys, thank you so much. But now I have a show to see. And off I went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but still manage to like walk around and give everybody like a very sincere hug on the way out. Like still no rush on the goodbye either. No, 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 not at all, not at all. And especially that group, we were with you. We were extremely happy to be with you or for you to be with us, uh, with Alexa and with uh, a couple of our students. And uh, why the rush when that moment is so precious, you know? Uh, yeah. Even if I had another thing to do after, but I, I, I am there. I am uh, still taking my time to listen, to be heard to hug and to mm -hmm. say goodbye properly. And after, like I said, um, off I go to something else. Yeah. Well, it trickles down, you know, like after getting, or maybe it doesn't trickle down. Maybe it's, it's magnetic or maybe it's something, you know, it's a little combination of both, but like getting to talk to the people who like study with you, it's like they share a lot of these qualities of like curiosity and conversation and, and collaboration, you know, these things that like, I don't know, that, that, I wish to see in culture, right? Mm -hmm. So I wonder, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure some part of it is that, you know, people are attracted to similar people. Um, mm -hmm. But then it also, Definitely. it's like, you know, this is a group that you're sharing your thoughts and ideas with. So like some of those things like always percolate down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was really uh, satisfying to like spend time with a, with a group like that because uh, yeah, there there was just so much, I don't know, fascination and interest and, lots of good questions and interesting mm -hmm. questions and conversations. So like, you know, not that that doesn't happen everywhere, but like, you know, yep. it, it's nice to see when it comes from like, you know, one place, especially like when it's a group of people who spend a lot of time together. Yeah, true. And the, um, the group that uh, uh, we had gathered, uh, myself and Andre at uh, Movement Lisboa, the group that we gather, it's um, so diverse. We have uh, uh, designers, we have uh, architects, uh, we have uh, health uh, um, leaders, we have uh, lawyers, we have uh, a couple of dancers. It's, it's so curious and so um, with such var variety that in that kind of uh, social happening, uh, every conversation that comes up, it's extremely, extremely creative and it's extremely um, deep in some matters because everyone has uh, um, so different experiences and the input that can bring to a conversation is really, really fascinating. And of course, is this movement thing or this uh, uh, body tool that connects us in um, a smaller level that puts us in this state of uh, really um, just talking, talking, talking and having this information going on and this discussion going on that it can last for for hours if we if we wanted. Uh, but yes, I'm not saying that it's a, 
the only group that it is like this, but uh, myself and Andre, we really, um, sometimes we're, you know, when we are in this uh, um, retreats or when we are just gathering people to have dinner or to have a, a celebration or to uh, a outdoor event and uh, people is uh, talking about everything and nothing. And myself and Andre, we look at each other without saying nothing. And we were like, wow. Uh, you know, without saying nothing, just talking with uh, with our almost telepathically, we think the same. Wow, what an amazing group of people that we have! Yeah, for sure. I want to know more about your your thoughts on 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 culture and like participating in culture and maybe even like culture making. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, it's something I've had some conversations with other people about, but like I don't know. You brought it up in like the the, the value of like participating in, in, in cultural activities or observing yeah. cultural activities and, and what that means or what it means to you if, if you have like words for it? Um, well, also in my background, after I st stopped competing in gymnastics, um, well, actually when I was still competing the last years of my high competitor um, career in gymnastics, I was uh, starting to work as a circus performer. So um, performance uh, happening in my life uh, in an early age and I, without knowing it, I, I was performing. So I left the, the venue of a competition and all of a sudden I was on a stage, for example. It was something that I really wanted to do and, uh, and I still do it here in Lisbon based, uh, but um, what I find that it's very curious being a performer um, is that for you to be a better performer and actually for you to be a better teacher and for you to be a better practitioner and for you to be a better human being, I think, it's extremely important for you to be aware about uh, what's uh, happening in your um, field. And uh, my field is teaching at the moment. It's where I am 99% focused. And even though just allowing myself to go and see what's happening outside of the studio in terms of uh, culture and performance and shows, it's extremely important. Not only I am just feeding myself as a, a member of the audience, uh, but I'm feeding my sensibility, I'm feeding my, I'm feeding my knowledge, I am feeding my um, structure, I am feeding my um, observation, uh, and I think it's extremely important and not all, not, not all that, but the fact that uh, culture in Portugal, it's a niche. Um, I am lucky to know a lot of people inside it. So for me, it's also participating in friends uh, processes. It's participating in people that uh, I cross with and to understand what they are doing and uh, if I like to be supported in my way of doing things and in my creative or in my educational process, it's very important for others to feel the same. So um, when I talked about the shitty shows, um, it doesn't really matter because uh, you are supporting a friend, you are supporting uh, someone that you know, you are supporting someone that went through a shitty process to do what uh, this person is doing. So it's important for you to be there and for you to support. And, um, and after you bring that into everything else that you do, um, you know, um, a class at uh, Movement Lisboa can 
very easily turn into a lecture about uh, uh, performance, contemporary performance, because people start talking in the middle of the class and all of a sudden I make a pause and I say, okay, let's talk about what I've seen this weekend. Uh, it's still on until this, 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 this day. So please go and see it because this person does this, 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 integrates this and talks about this kind of a subject. So it's important for you as students of movement to go and see it. So I think that's my role as well. And I think that's our role as educators. If there is something out there that is interesting for you, it can be interesting for your community and for everyone else. And it's something I consume a lot of culture. I have a friend of mine, a dancer. She's an amazing dancer. And she says that all the time that I should be integrated into the Ministry of Culture because I'm so well informed about what's happening. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah. Do you, do you feel, and I, I don't know, I feel like I kind of like know where, you're, where you might go with this, but I'm, I'm, I want you to share like then kind of like the role that, you know, or the potential role that your movement school Mm-hmm. and play in like feeding the culture in in Portugal or, or in mm-hmm. Lisboa, you know, like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not, it's not separated as now the potential to be in isolation, like, you know, what, you know, because it has its place too in supporting the culture if it, it you know, if, if it's allowed to be in that, because I think you're so participatory, I feel like it, it must. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure we, uh, we have this, uh, of course, our goal is to educate. Um, it's not a training facility. Uh, it's, it's an educational uh, studio and people come to be educated towards uh, movement. Of course, we know that that's it's our, um, our goal and our mission or at least our message. That's what we want to do. But the people that gather around us um, are people that can also be participating in other fields outside our our studio um, for example we have a lot of stu- we have a lot of actors um, going on to our classes we have a lot of dancers going to our classes we have uh, tv presenters we have uh, this bunch of people that directly or indirectly are connected to portugal uh, culture and what's happening um, mainly in lisbon of course i'm not talking about other cities in the south or in the north but mainly in Lisbon, but being the capital, it is what, uh, where everything happens. Um, but for example, movement and movement education and the project that we have, Movement Lisboa, also um, opened the doors for me to meet people inside culture, which is a very interesting situation um, because people start to know more about uh, movement and what is this uh, culture, inside culture, uh, mm-hmm. And what can, how can that be helpful? Uh, and yes, I, I, I somehow um, I start to put movement inside culture in a very practical way. Um, and I mean, um, I'm starting to do some works in uh, um, direction, in movement direction, inside dance shows, inside uh, theater shows, inside presentations of uh, whatever. Uh, performance it can be in circus for example um, as well so so yes I'm not a choreographer I'm not an artistic director I'm not saying that 
I am just someone that brings another input inside the stage, inside the um, presentation arena. I'm just someone that brings um, some tools that can be different from uh, a theater director, a choreographer, uh, uh, dance assistants, and uh, all of that. And that's quite uh, funny and it's extremely challenging for me. And it's something that I really want to start doing more and more to prepare a company to the work that after they are going to do with a specific person. But it's like I warm up or I prepare their bodies and their minds to something uh, more entertaining, you know, because there's nothing with uh, uh, going on with movement and entertainment. Uh, that's another field. But for me to just to get the company um, or the group of people starting, that's uh, fascinating. And it's something that I really want to do um, in the future to do movement direction. Mm. It's yeah. like so much, yeah, I, when I hear you talk, it's it just like, it sounds like there's like this like real passion for, for all forms of communication, mm-hmm. right? It's like communicating this inner communication that goes on. Then there's like mm-hmm. intercommunication with other people in like a, environments or communities. So it's like offering more tools for communication, yeah. which leads to collaboration and then maybe innovation, things that come after yeah, that. Yeah, no, com- I completely agree. And that's a, an excellent point. Uh, for example, this week, and I was in the South, um, uh, Portugal is not very big. So uh, you go up 300 kilometers, you are in Porto or almost in Spain and 300 kilometers down to Lisbon and you are in the South and that's it. <laughs> so uh, I went South uh, I went to Portimão, a little uh, city in the south, and I was invited to participate in a design uh, event. Uh, and I was like, um, really? You want movement inside a design event? So it was a couple of lectures, a couple of uh, workshops, uh, a couple of conferences and round the table with the designers, with people that communicate uh, through graphics, through color, through image. And uh, they made me this proposition and I was like, uh, of course, because movement is communication. Uh, your body is a tool to communicate. It, it always has been. So uh, it's not different now. We just have more ways of polishing it. We just have more ways of doing it. But movement and your body is a platform for you to communicate, of course. So it made pure sense for me to be uh, surrounded by uh, designers and web designers and creatives in this uh, field. And uh, there I was uh, giving everyone a movement uh, workshop. Uh, and it was ex- exactly that, uh, a way to communicate and to bring different kinds of uh, language uh, together. And for me, it made uh, pure sense. It was not something that I was brainstorming to find a needle inside something that, oh my God, I needs to be a link. I need to force it. I need to find something to, to justify my, the fact that I am here. And it was extremely easy because movement is communication for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing that it's all, like, I think, I was about to say, I think people forget, but I actually think <laughs> I can so, go so far as to say people don't even know. Mm-hmm. And it was probably how we communicated first. First, yeah. It's like our earliest way of communicating, you know, oh, yeah. and then some sort of, you know, just noises. But like yeah. the way we communicate now is, is 
is new. It's not new, yeah. new, but it's new. It's new, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's why it exists, uh, you know, this, um, I think it can be a, a, not dodgy, but it can be a little blur. The mm -hmm. fact that we, we talked about um, body language, mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, in whatever um, direction you want to take this concept, but uh, body language is there. You can actually have a conversation without uh, you feel that person is tense. You feel if the person is relaxed. You feel if the person has something to say. Her shoulders mean something. And I know this because of working with actors, you know, um, and you know this as well uh, because of your background, but um, mimical or um, just uh, talking with your body, muting yourself. So your body can do crazy, beautiful things in terms of communication without saying a single word, without you using actually your your voice um, even if it's not words or just screaming so the power of your voice um, voice is body as well so um, so yeah I definitely agree and uh, I I'm, I'm really keen to this uh, new ways of uh, putting out there what you want to say uh, without uh, vocalizing it but using your your body for sure it's a beautiful yeah. tool that I've always used I'm um, more and more I am thinking about what I what I did and what I want to do and my past and what I have in my backpack. Uh, but yes, starting with gymnastics, uh, it was a communication throughout my body to gain points, to gain a place in the podium. Uh, after with, uh, with performance and with circus, it was uh, uh, communicating with the audience to get uh, clapping and uh, standing ovation. And now it's um, something a little bit deeper it's communicating without uh, um, saying nothing, but uh, um, rescuing my body to my uh, extreme functionality that, uh, that our body has as a fascinating instrument, for sure. When you talk about some of the things that are like in your backpack that you like reflect on and, mm -hmm. and where you kind of want to go, what are, what are some of those things? Like what are some of like the, I don't know, most recent, like that kind of like have like risen to the top? Uh, most recent, um, well, um, I am very keen at the moment, and that's why we that's why we we met in in Toulouse in in Tom Wexler's um, residency or workshop. Um, you know, I have this uh, people that know me a little bit in the more intimacy. Uh, I all the time say to them that my my dream was to actually be a, a contemporary dancer. But I never, I never did. Uh, I studied fine arts, so my first graduation was in fine arts. I am actually a painter at first, um, and uh, I don't know. There was something there that was missing, and when I started uh, working in theater after that, because of my past in in gymnastics, so I started to work as an acrobat. But there was all the time something missing there for me. Now I am uh, at peace with that, but before it was a little bit confusing because I felt that I should have uh, taken another path, another decisions in my life. And uh, uh, I didn't, but uh, that's completely okay. And like I said, I'm completely at peace. Uh, but nowadays for me to try to not fill in the past, but for me to try to find out a little bit more about uh, myself, I am more and more lean and diving into um, 
into dancing at the moment. Um, whatever kind of uh, dancing, uh, I am very interested in the body shapes and body forms and dance methods and uh, um, everything that is out there that is dance related. I am the first one to sign in all the time as a student first, uh, but just explore more and more and more my possible capacity as a, a dancer. Um, I never say to, but some people that are around me, people that I work with, they're like, yeah, Tiag, but you are a dancer, you dance. I'm like, no, 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 let's stop there. Um, I respect dancers way too much uh, for me to, to baptize myself uh, as, a, as a dancer. I'm really not. I can, I have uh, probably a rhythmicality, I have a musicality, but uh, I'm not a dancer. Uh, so that's why I'm uh, bringing more and more myself into the dance world so that I can know a little bit more about the Tiago that is not a dancer, but wish he could be a dancer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I would uh I would say that it would be nice if everybody thought of themselves as dancers a little bit mm. more. But not oh, yeah. not in the I I you know, there's the paid dance or the professional dance, the dancer mm -hmm. who is on stage with an audience is a I would that's a different thing, but I often and so much of honestly like what I what I what I wish to share is is the reminder that we all can and should dance. And, and I think sometimes people hear dance and think like, oh, it's what we imagine on a dance floor, but more of like the idea that comes with dancing, the playfulness mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. dancing with yourself or dancing with people or dancing with your environment. Um, and I think it's a, and I, I don't know how it is here, but I think the, the big tragedy is a lot of people feel like the only time they can dance mm -hmm. is if they are like, if they're allowed, if they've yeah. been like welcomed onto the stage or if they've been like told they're, they're, they're good enough to, to, to be a dancer. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think, uh, I, I think it's important for people to be like reminded, like, no, 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 like dancing is for everybody. Yeah. Right. It is. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, um, and it's not even, the physicality is important, but it's so much of it is the mindset. The mindset, yeah. And um, the, um, what you bring to this concept of dancing. Of course, we're not talking about following a choreography or yeah. being the vehicle for a message, for an artistic message, or being a, the vehicle of a dramatic expression. No, we're not talking about that. I think that we, we definitely are this... Uh, um, um, shape that can create so many beautiful things inside out and you really don't need any kind of training to just enjoy the concept of dancing what is for you dancing this is something that sometimes uh, i start uh, the movement classes what is for you to move what is for you to move your spine what is for you to move your feet i'm, I'm not saying nothing else i'm just saying just do this dance with your feet Dance with your knees, dance with your face, dance with your shoulders. Just do whatever it is for you. What is this concept? Bring to the table what you've seen, what you know, what you are feeling at the moment, and just uh, dance. Allow yourself to be silly. Allow yourself to uh, know something else that your body can do and you didn't know. 
allow yourself to enjoy, allow yourself for your lips to draw a little smile while you're doing it because it's really liberating. It can be such an amazing therapy. It can be such an amazing uh, exorcism that uh, people are way too concerned about. Uh, uh, but what about this? But what about that? And what about, I don't give a fuck. Just close <laughs> your eyes. Yeah, just close your eyes and, and do it or face the wall and do it. We, um, Andrea and I, we have different approaches to the classes. And uh, uh, yes, I do this a lot and people people know. We start the class and I am on the floor with everyone and uh, yeah, I just start doing things and people are like, okay, I think we need to follow. <laughs> and uh -huh. uh, we, we start like that. But um, you are completely right. I think that people needed to be um, more in a dancing mindset. It can be extremely, extremely helpful for a lot of people, for sure. Yeah, because to me, like dancing is like the, the willingness to like roll with the punches, like mm -hmm. move with the water, like, you know, dance, dancing with life rather than dancing on life or, yeah. or trying to control life. And I think that that mindset in like a lot of these dance settings can like transcend the physicality into like a, a way of, mm -hmm. a way of being that's so valuable, especially in a world where I feel like there's just so much desire to like force control and destroy and it's like well what if you rather than trying to like destroy it what if you what if you dance with it a little bit yeah 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 no that's 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 very powerful and very beautiful and uh, um like i said to you in our a lot of conversation that we had um for two years now two two yeah two years i have been uh, studying a uh, gaga uh, method and uh, it's uh, just uh, such a powerful tool. So it's this method created by Ohad Naharidi. The, he was the um, former artistic director um, of the Bacheva Dance Company in Israel. And um, I have a very big friend of mine, Ugu, which is my teacher at the moment. And he was a former Bacheva dancer. And um, I started doing some classes with another um, former Bacheva dancer uh, and it was something that uh, um, I easily fall in love in a matter of seconds. Um, I went into a class and it was the first five minutes of uh, instruction because there is no, um, not much rules inside a, a Gaga class. Um, you have this facilitator uh, this Gaga teacher that uh, starts moving, starts not even dancing, it just starts moving and everyone just follows that it's something that is contagious. And uh, he's in the middle of the class, people are spreading around, everyone can see him, everyone can listen to him, everyone can feel him. And all of a sudden he just starts um, vomiting these concepts. Um, detach your muscles from your bones and move from the inside and fake a smile and uh, move like you are inside um, strawberry mousse. You know, it's this amazing concepts and all of a sudden you are just traveling inside yourself and you are just bringing to the table feelings and emotions and motions that uh, you don't even know what you are doing but your body is going there and you look around and you feel this 
uh, and you see these beautiful bodies just uh, transforming themselves into this uh, matter of uh, shapes and uh, situations. And it's extremely, extremely powerful. And this lasts for one hour. You don't stop. It's the only rule inside a, a Gaga class is that you don't allow yourself to stop. And you start this journey and uh, concepts like uh, um, fake a smile, like I said, uh, move inside water and uh, just float or uh, just move without moving silence. It's just, uh, it's just so beautiful and so rich. And uh, has, a, again, as um Sorry, it was this little thing inside my computer. And as a um, frustrated dancer, uh, for me, it was uh, a extremely, extremely useful nowadays. And for two years that I am just studying and diving a little bit more inside this uh, concept. And um, it's been very, very helpful, more than uh, I thought it would be. So... Um, when you say that you you study it and you and you've been you know for the last couple of years like mm -hmm. just because I know how busy you are how much mm -hmm. time then like in a in a week do you apply to the 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 Gaga work or do you find that it kind of sneaks its way into a lot of different places? No, no, no. I have I have uh, at least I have uh, once a week with my teacher. I can, uh, this is pre uh, in, in his presence, of course, in the pandemic, there was a lot, a lot of uh, um, courses and uh, classes going on online. Um, something that the pandemic uh, brought to us, I think it was this possibility for you to all of a sudden to be in New York having a class or in Berlin having a class. And in this situation with Gaga, um, there was one class that... Uh, there was almost 4,000 people attending, which is extremely powerful. And because it was uh, Ohad giving the class. So he was in his studio in Israel and 4,000 people around the world was having a class with him. So this was one of the good things that the pandemic brought to us was this possibility for you to travel without leaving your, your, your living room. But yes, um, in the flesh and bone, I have... Uh, one uh, once a week, uh, but all of the time when I have time, I just jump into an online class. And for example, my my teacher now is going to give a, a retreat, three days in uh, in near Lisbon of uh, of uh, Gaga classes with repertoire, uh, with jams, and uh, with uh, uh, with group classes that uh, we are allowed to have already. So so yeah, in a weekly basis for sure. Once a week, I dive into it. And after I have my own uh, research uh, between my classes, between my students, uh, or just half an hour of uh, uh, doing nothing, I just uh, float a little bit. I love it. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. um, I've never taken a Gaga class. I did watch the documentary, Mr. Gaga. Yeah. Beautiful. And I watched um, the... On Netflix, there was a, a documentary yeah. series called Move, and, and they yeah. featured Ohad. Yeah. And there's something I really like about, at least I, what I understand about like the Gaga people, is that it's like it is for everybody, and everybody is welcome, and everybody is is enough. You know, I feel it's like enough. that's come up. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's a a really important piece that I think sometimes 
gets lost in various forms of performance and maybe just in various parts of life of like that, that reminder, like, well, whatever you are right now is actually perfect. You know? And I think so much of like people's torment and angst is that like, they're not, they don't feel like they're that way, the way they are right now is actually just, it's just great. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever happened in the past, has made them not right right now. And then all the things in the future that they need to get to so that they're better than what they are right now. When like, you know, these things that make people remind them that like, no, 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 right now you're great. And you were great yesterday and whatever you are tomorrow is great too. And I think that things like uh, what I saw with like the Gaga people kind of embrace that was some of the things that you're talking about and the way that you wish to share captures that. And like, I think about, um, something that I, I got exposed to through going to like the breakdancing school a little bit and mm-hmm. teaching at the breakdancing school. And then with my friend, Leah Woods, who I hope to have on here to chat with. And someday I hope you guys get to connect because she's amazing and she's uh, she knows everything about dance, but she was oh, teaching well. me about the idea of the cipher, mm-hmm. you know, the circle and everybody's in the circle and then people get in and get to present and share who and what they are at that moment. And just the idea that the you know, and I guess it, you know, different realms and different spaces, the cipher takes on something different, different meaning, but like the idea that like, it's there for, to take the stage away. It's not like there are these seats and everybody sits in the seats. And then there are certain people who are allowed to be on the stage with like the cipher. It's like, it's this circle and everybody is part of it. And everybody is welcome in the middle. Yeah. If you want to be, and whatever you do is great. Yep. And you're like, and you're totally enough on this day. Like the person who can do all the, the crazy things gets to share the, the environment and the space with the person who's like stepping in for the first time and both are equally awesome. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I love that about like what I saw with the Gaga thing. And I love that when I think about the cypher and some of the stuff you're talking about, it's like, mm-hmm. I wish for more of that, that like, yeah. yeah, like. No, for sure. You know, Kyle, I think that people, um, I think that people miss too much good things when they all the time say to themselves that I am not ready yet to do this. I think that you miss so many good things. When will you be ready? Where is this thing of being ready? Oh, I need to train a little bit more so that I am ready to integrate this. Um, I think that's uh, an idea that uh, completely blocks you from the start. We are not, we are never going to be fully ready or completely ready or 100% ready to do what you want to do now. And uh, for sure, that kind of experience that puts you in the same level of everyone else, because actually there is no level. There is this just presence and there is this just will for you to do what you want to do in the moment. So yeah, just just do it. And uh, it's a, a good example, this Gaga thing, because Actually, there is a, a differentiation between Gaga dancers, Gaga people, and Nohad created another possibility, which is seated classes, because he was working with his mother, and he decided to open it to everyone else with the restrictions in mobility, so for elderly people. And this is extremely beautiful, because you look around, um, you don't even need to look far away, but in your family, in uh, so many people in, in my family are just attached to uh, couches and chairs, and they are just uh, attached to the remote controls and to this 
sad way of living um, that uh, a seated Gaga class can be life-changing uh, if, uh, if you are inside this incapacity that it's sometimes just inside your mind. And um, there is uh, beautiful thinkers out there that are giving a, a lot of ideas and a lot of possibilities for you to uh, be more human, I think. You just need to be paying attention and just um, go for it, I think. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're somebody who has like a, uh, uh, like, um, how would I describe it? Like a, a, a deep hunger for all things movement. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned Gaga and you mentioned, you know, your, your attendance at like culture events, cultural events, but like, what else is like filling your plate, right? Like where else are you spending your time practicing and, and where are the, the, the sources that you're, you're, you're mm -hmm. kind of sipping from at the moment? Yeah. Um, so um, without knowing, but controlling it, uh, I am very driven to everything that is more dance related at the moment. Um, I am attending, um, still this year, I am attending um, a workshop in Brussels with uh, Anton Lackey. I don't know if you know him, this uh -huh. crazy performer, this um, mind-blowing mover with uh, um, energy like I've never seen before. And it, it looks so interesting and so demanding. And uh, normally I'm very driven to this kind of intensity in, in uh, learning and in workshops. So yes, I'm planning to do that in Brussels in uh, the end of November, I guess, I think. Um, apart from that, I keep going with my Gaga research, my own research inside these tools that Gaga has been uh, giving to me. Um, I also came back from Greece a couple of, um, it was already a month ago, yeah, with, uh, um, luckily I had the opportunity to attend the, my first intensive with uh, Linda and Joseph from Fighting Monkey. It was a very deep uh, and interesting experience in all levels because we were there by the week that uh, uh, Greece was uh, literally burning. So we were evacuated for one day and everything. So in terms of uh, the teaching method was extremely intensive. Uh, and after this, um, you know, natural episode, just um, put a layer of, uh, um, uh, of um, not even be able to uh, forget what happened because of this. And, and yes, and I've been a student of, uh, of Edo for, for a, long, a long time, from 2016. So, so yes, um, I try to distribute my, my attention and my will to learn um, among these uh, movement thinkers that I think that are very important. And I think that it's very complementary to each other. This is my, my opinion. And, and that's why I, I, I dive into several ways of studying, several um, ways of teaching so that I can um, catch more things and be able to um, understand a little bit uh, more about uh, uh, what's happening out there for sure. 
And every time that I have a chance to jump into a Tom Wexler residency like we did, every time that I have a chance to jump into an online uh, ballet class, I do it. Every time that I have the chance to uh, draw a little bit still because of my past in fine arts, every time that I have the time to just grab a book, I do it. So, so yes, but in terms of movement, um, this is where I am at the moment. And ask me again tomorrow and probably the question will be different. The answer will be different. But at the time, it is uh, uh, where I am. Yeah. I, I admire the willingness to like change and know that change is coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, when you, so with, with all of this, you know, it's like, you know, you get this like certain amount of time when you teach, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's different. Like, you know you or I might be able to go out and spend, you know, half a day or something kind of like playing, experimenting, studying something, whatever. But every, you know, a lot of these people who come in and study with you have, this is like their limited time. Like that's, that's it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you have this like wealth of resources. Is there like a common message or common theme that you see across like a lot of these whatever we want to call them kind of approaches, methodologies, mm -hmm. philosophies, ideas. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of like the layer below that everyone, most of them are maybe saying, and is that kind of a message that you kind of bring to everybody and it's in, and the content is filtered through that message. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, yes. And uh, because uh, myself and Andrea, we are lucky enough to, um, to achieve and to be able to connect to all of this, uh, uh, layers of uh, uh, communication of these uh, thinkers or these uh, movement philosophers, like you said, I, I like that. Um, and because we have uh, the, the luck to be able to connect with these uh, resources, I think that it's not a question of editing because everything that they do is important, but uh, for our students uh, that can be starting in uh, uh, just uh, one week ago or one year ago, I think that for us to squeeze the, the best of uh, all of these uh, resources for us is, uh, um, is important because there are contexts and um, contents that are extremely complex. And even me and Andre, we are still just um, uh, researching ourselves and exploring ourselves. So um, it will not be fair for us to uh, present to our students that kind of concept. So we stay in the um, deeper layer um, in something that we know that is going to be extremely valuable for them. And we construct our classes uh, towards um, these big words like uh, organic strength or coordination or locomotion or floor work. And we just uh, strategize uh, um, inside these concepts and we fill in from the things that we've been uh, doing uh, together or separately. And uh, uh, that's why a class can be something so rich for, for everyone. And we really hope that it's helping everyone to be more functional, uh, for everyone to be more aware for everyone to be more movement rich and for everyone to live their lives outside the studio in a healthier way, for sure. That's our, our aim is for people to um, get inside the studio 
to be educated and to take with them what we presented on that uh, on that moment and uh, we want to educate people to think from themselves it's not just um something that uh, we are doing and they are repeating it's not about that it was never about that but it's uh, definitely something that we are doing and they need to understand it and after they need to implement what they understand in their own uh, um, moments and that's for us the, the the main existence of uh, of our project yeah hmm. yeah I, I i appreciate that i think uh i think it's important right for people to like have like this kind of common ground where they they join and and share but also like you know welcome individual curiosities and ideas in as well because it has the potential to like feed everybody mm-hmm you know, and that's, and that, and that's a really beautiful and important thing. That's like, you know, I think what we would witness in, in, in really rich communities. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, I completely agree as well, because um, we want to make everyone feel um, uncomfortable uh, for sure uh, in terms of uh, capacities and uh, um, in terms of, uh, um, capabilities, but we also want them to feel that they are good at that. So it's like giving a sweet to a kid and after, okay, you had the taste of something that you are good at, but after we're going to take it off because it's not just about that. We want uh, uh, mainly we want everyone to feel <clears throat> mainly we want everyone to feel that they learn something new and that they are uh, facing something that is challenging and that they uh, now they get this glimpse of something that they thought that they never will be um, close to and now they are. So it's all the time um, extremely um, inner development um, physically and mentally and emotionally as well. And it's funny that we observe that people in our classes, and I hope that this happens in uh, all of the communities uh, uh, out there, is that they, if the class is at six, people start arriving at 5.15 and they stay and they start just um, talking and experience things and telling their days or whatever it is. And just the will for you to be to a place earlier, it's because you want to be there. It's a pleasant place. It's a safe place for, for everyone. Um, and uh, after they leave, uh, sometimes we need to say, you know, guys, uh, I need to close the studio. Oh, sorry, we're just leaving because they stay and they stay and they stay and they stay even after class. And that's that's a good thing for you to to look at because you are creating a safe place for whatever person you are, whatever body type you have, whatever gender you identify with whatever um, age uh, you present to us. It's just a place where you can just um, bring yourself in and stay for how long you want to stay. Well, I've noticed that. I've, I, <laughs> when I, cause I always show up early for my events mm-hmm. and I showed up early for the event that I was, I was sharing here mm-hmm. last week. And somehow almost all of your people still beat me there. <laughs> they were there like 20 minutes earlier, 25 minutes early. And then, and as you said, afterward, it wasn't like some of the people wanted to hang out after everybody yeah. stayed for like another hour and we all yeah. got ice cream and everything. And, and, and it's not just, and it's not like, 
people needing to feel like they have to talk about movement mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. whatever, what just happened. Mm -hmm. It's like, they, they just kind of want to be together. They just kind of yeah. like, Oh, like, this is like a place where, as you said, like, I feel safe with people I feel safe with, like, Oh, like I'll have gelato and talk about the movie that I saw yesterday or I'll hang out and we'll like riff yeah. about like, you know, what happened over the weekend. And like, yeah, you know, these things are just as important as, Mm -hmm. And maybe even more, I might, I might yeah. argue. Then, I, I, then, then doing the, the things, the, the, the games thing. or the drills. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's uh, so, so uh, it's very, very pleasant to observe because that happens a lot. It's, uh, um, I really don't believe in addictions, you know, and uh, with saying this, I don't think that we need to all the time after a, a, a a movement class or after a movement experience that we need to stay and still talk about it. We can, that's completely okay. But uh, we are all more than just that. We are all more than the, uh, just what brings us together. That's a very powerful tool. But also I want to know what movie you saw last night. It's something very simple and uh, it can be very fulfilling as well. Because maybe I see it and maybe I didn't and maybe I want to know what you think about it and maybe you want to hear what I think about it. And let's do, do this conversation in the middle of, uh, you know, 12 people that are screaming about what ice cream flavor they want and what they are going to do after. And this brings this energy and this, um, uh, this sphere of uh, uh, sharing that for, for me it's, uh, it's uh, so important. Uh, we need to think a little bit outside of um, some uh, um, questions as well, because uh, some normality and some uh, input of the outside, it's completely okay. And, uh, and yes, and this thing of we finished the class and what we're going to do, let's go home. Of course not. No one wanted to go home. Everyone wanted to stay, have ice cream, uh, and after just, uh, you know, walk a little bit and show you the city. This is where this happens. This is what, and we just uh, share. And uh, actually, no one wanted to to leave because it's uh, a, a moment that we cherish, and we're just being ourselves. Sometimes uh, it's good for you to forget that uh, um, you are a teacher or that you are a student of movement. You are who you are, and uh, uh, it's another layer of uh, of you as a person. And it's important to know that as well. We, we all the time would like to know our students um, more than just being our students. And, and like I said, it, it, it may, it's definitely as important mm -hmm. and might be more important. Like mm -hmm. that piece, yeah. the, the thing that kind of like the willingness to like communicate and collaborate that kind mm -hmm. of transcends the space or the education, you know, like that's, and then, the, you know, moving into like other spaces and sharing with other people and ways of being, I don't know, I mm -hmm. think about like uh, the last night at um, Tom's event that we did Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that turned into like this, like this din uh, uh, dinner dance party <laughs> that, you know, like went on till who knows yeah. how long. Until who knows this rave, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I would say like, you know, it's equally important. You know, like that, you know, there's all this really detailed education and things that we're going through and concepts we're kind of like mulling over and stuff. And that's valuable and interesting and gives us new information to like walk off with. But like, 
there's just all of this information that comes from like turning that off and like, and, and kind of cutting it up with everybody too, that like is really rich and like that's binding. And that is like something that like you want to carry with you into like other parts of your life and the other interactions you have as well. And yeah, it's, it's as important and maybe, and maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, that was a, a really great, uh, um, end of uh, residency with Tom Wexler because we were all just, just like jumping and uh, enjoying music. And Tom was DJing, which was crazy for me to watch. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were just, uh, you know, uh, in the beginning, I chose the music and you chose the music. And after people start uh, gathering around and just conversations happened without the responsibility of asking something that is extremely deep mm-hmm. you know uh, all the time about the same uh, uh, item and all the time the same uh, around the same subject uh, which is perfectly fine and that's what we came there to of course but after this uh, human layer this very simple layer that for me is extremely important, you know, just uh, asking someone, um, hey, what is your favorite dish? Oh, cool. It's that mm-hmm. French fries. Good for you. You know, something extremely simple. Uh, and uh, that's a lot of uh, magic in that, in just uh, uh, connecting to people that you admire in a very um, simple uh, level. Um, just uh, forgetting the fact that uh, that person is a, um, a facilitator, but it's also someone that you can connect into a very simple um, level and 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 way, and uh, that brings uh, everything else into a, a piece. I think sometimes I think that in this kind of events there is this responsibility too too much too high for you to present yourself as someone that. Uh, Uh, knows um, in a really deep and complex way about what we are talking about. And uh, the simple things exist too. So why don't we just talk about them as well? Well, it's like, um, you know, I I feel like I always kind of like come back to like the, I said it in like the the event that I I led here, like the going Mm -hmm. out to hunt kind of idea. And it's like, well, what's the hunt if you don't get to come back and like have the feast and celebrate? Exactly. Right. So it's like, yeah, you like, we, you know, you're like, oh, like we hunted for five days and we like brought back this like, you know, mammoth. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what is it if we just like place it down and like eat it in silence? You know, you're like, oh, let's like cook this thing and like dance around the fire. Celebrate the fact that you were successful, of course. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and 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 learn like these other layers about about each other yeah i think mm-hmm. uh yeah it's just it's, it's it's wonderful to see and then and sometimes as you said it, it's almost like there there's like this like line in the sand of like seriousness that like we have to like stay behind but like no like let it yeah. go like you know like let it, mm-hmm. knowing the um, i think it's a powerful tool for you to know um everyone else around you that the, we have this connection. Okay, something, this wheel of knowledge and this uh, um, 
presence that bring people into a certain location in the world for us to be there and for us to learn and for us to practice. That's a beautiful tool already by itself. But after that, it is in this um, um, actions of uh, the event is over. Uh, let's have some music. Let's drink some, uh, um, in my case, let's drink some sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's eat some cheese because you are in France. It's mandatory. If not, you are fine. Uh, and let's uh, just enjoy the fact that we are together and turn to the side and just uh, know this person that two hours ago was having this really deep connection with you towards movement and movement practice. But uh, who is this person uh, in this uh, uh, very... Um, just like face to face, you know, who is this person who brings this person here? What did she do in the past? Uh, and uh, know a little bit more about the person and probably not the practitioner. I think yeah. it's important. It's important. Well, I feel fortunate that, that we got to spend that, you and I got to spend that week together yeah. because it's interesting because like we've, we've actually kind of known each other for probably about four years or so or five yeah. years. But like, mm -hmm. you know, very, you know, brief crossing paths. I didn't even remember, as you pointed out, that we were actually in the very, in the same group at movement camp the first year we were both there. Yeah, we were, we were. Yeah. I can, I remember very well. Yeah. And yeah, cause you pointed out that we did jujitsu together yeah. and, you know, this was like real time we got to spend together and it was just so nice because I realized like, I don't know, you know, other times it just happened so fast, but like, this is so much time to kind of breathe and, and kind of like be with things that I, I realized were people who I think see things in a, in a lot of similar ways. Yeah. Right? For sure. And I think we approach um, environments very similar ways. And, and, you know, I hope <laughs> that because it, it seems to me there's just, there's kind of like a mutual compassion that, mm -hmm. uh, that we share. And um, I, 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 I hadn't thought about this, but it, it occurred to me when I forget what you were saying, maybe, maybe 45 minutes ago now, mm -hmm. but it actually occurred to me that despite really not knowing each other well until like the last week mm -hmm. or the last couple of weeks at the beginning of the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, when we had to close our business yep. in Brooklyn, you sent me a message and I don't know if you remember doing this, but it wasn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't even a text message. It wasn't, you actually sent me an audio message. Yes. Um, just saying some really, really kind and, and sweet things that, you know, I'm not saying I didn't receive any other messages. Like there were, there were plenty of, but for someone who I had spent so little time with and so much distance was between us and we hadn't had like, like the, that, we hadn't had the week in Toulouse with Tom at that point, you know? Yep. Yep. That, I don't know, that speaks volumes to me to like who you are and, and your values without you having to say who you are and what your values are, you know, a, a, a two minute audio clip about, you know, how, how you feel for, for, for us and what was going on. Like that's, it's really like moving and I, and, and somehow in everything that had gone on, I, it didn't occur to me until 45 minutes ago that, you know, we're speaking and that you had sent that message all that time ago. And yeah, I just wanted you to know that like, there's, there's, there's so much to be said for that 
in such a simple little thing. And, and I think that you have so much that you're doing here that's beautiful and, and so many people who are lucky to have you and lucky to have Andre. So I feel really lucky to have gotten to spend all this time with you and have gotten to like meet a part of your community and share here and, and the support you've given me from way back when with that, that, that audio message to being here in Lisbon and the, and the constant support and check-ins and everything. So yeah, all that to say, yeah, I just, I, I have so much like love and respect for you and, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of everything you're doing and, and who you are. Um, thank you so much, Carl. It, uh, I, I remember very well those two moments when we, when we practiced uh, together in, in the movement camp. And uh, we had this experience in the jiu-jitsu class. And it was really funny because um, I completely understand uh, your, your practice. And I completely understood that you were someone that uh, I could learn from. And that's why I just jumped into partnering with you because it will be important for, for me. And um, yes, when the, the other situation, when the pandemic uh, hit, um, it shouldn't uh, be something that we uh, that we stop each uh, e that it shouldn't be something that we stop from doing. It's uh, even if uh, I didn't know you to an intimate level, um, you had a business, you had a studio. So I also have that. So I understand the struggles of keeping a space like that open. I understand the responsibilities of. Um, having people uh, relying on you. I understand the responsibilities of uh, uh, facing the fact that you need to keep a, a strong face and a big smile of uh, everything is okay when the, you, your business, because something that it's uh, uh, out of your control is falling apart. So um, if uh, um, reaching out can be helpful for uh I don't know, for 15 minutes of your day when you are in deep shit, which I hope that it was not the case, but when you are in deep shit, uh, if uh, a hug or if a voice of encouragement can be helpful, um, why don't we do that more often to more people? Why, are we, why aren't we so more cherishing about people that can uh, share the same uh, lifestyle that you have? Uh, because uh, we relate to that. So um, if I would like to have that kind of support from uh, my peers, uh, so the first thing that I need to do is to do that uh, first or do that in, uh, in a, a free and natural will for me to, you know what, Kyle, um, I'm here in the other side of the ocean, but if you think that I can be helpful in any way, just uh, let me know. Uh, yes, and uh, it was from the heart what I said to you in interview form. It was really from a, a very honest place that I sent that audio saying, you know what, um, I'm here and I can help if you want. Yeah. Well, I remember getting it and I remember the moment and I remember being, I mean, it was a very like emotional time because so much was going on, but I was like super moved and like touched by it. So like, again, it was like really... Um, a, a unique and, and special thing. And as I said, like it, it just, it's a, a, a small glimpse into like the mountain of like values and compassion that I think you, you, you carry with you that 
has only been validated in like the the time that now we've now gotten to like spend together in person so yeah Yeah. i think um i think we did it i think we did a podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes i i I think we did and it's uh um, i've been following you your work for such a long time even without uh, us uh, knowing each other and this podcast it's uh, uh, a such an honor to be presented in when and for you to think that i can be a a a useful uh, voice in your podcast is something that i i'm really 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 happy of uh, doing it and I'm really, really pleased that you to consider in putting my my name in the list of uh, um, people that I follow and people that I um, inspired so much from. And uh, I really, I'm really, really thankful for for you and for for this and for and for our uh, friendship. So thank you so much. <laughs>